Alternative Radio. Pre-roll time. The Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly brought to you by Inked Marketing. And the Inked Marketing crowdfunded comic for this episode is Alpha Dogs. Alpha Dogs. So, uh, if you're into Lost and you're into Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey, this is the book for you. They had me at The Incredible Journey. Never watched Lost, but The Incredible Journey, it's my shit. Like, I just introduced my kids to it the other day. So, uh, Buck. Buck, the regenerative pit bull. I mean, come on. Is that is there anything else that he needs? How about strength? Heightened strength. Heightened intelligence. Already smart dogs. Already strong dogs. Now the dog can spit bullets out of its chest when it gets shot. This is my kind of book, man. So... If I were you, I'd jump on Kickstarter and search Alpha Dogs right now. Right now, you still got a few days left to do this, so hop on it. Alpha Dogs, brought to you by Inked Marketing. Welcome back to the Cheers to Comics Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is episode 297. The 297th episode of the Cheers to Comics Podcast will be a creator corner. And the creators that I cornered on this here podcast is the team from Social Studies. Yes, today I have on Mike Virgilio and Adam Gagnon. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I loved having these guys on. I'm, I'm ashamed to say that this episode's kind of been on the, uh, it's been in the bag a while. You know, I, I talked to these guys a little bit ago, and um, unfortunately, just uh, timing. Timing didn't work out for the release of this this episode the way I wanted it to. But nevertheless, you must know. You must know what social studies is, what it will be. So, without further ado, I bring to you the amazing duo that is Michael Virgilio and Adam Gagnon of Social Studies. All right, Adam Gagnon and Mike Virgilio, how are you, fellas? Doing great. Doing good. Awesome, man. Thanks for having us on. Oh no, it's it's my pleasure. Um, I believe we were connected through So Wizard. Is that right? Yep. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. No, they're uh, they're connected through my little um uh, apocalypse apocalypse group. That's for sure. Oh, awesome. So, okay. Yeah. No, I'm uh, I'm always happy to have a. Uh, an independent creator and up and some up and comers on the show for sure. That's what this show is about, man. It's about having the spotlight on the people that make the things that is making all of the money right now that gets no recognition. So that's comics. So um uh, yeah, uh, before we dive right into social studies though, you know we got a little know, got to know a little bit about yourselves. Let's start out with you, Adam. Everybody's got an origin story. Where did comics start out in your life? How uh, where, young age type of thing, or what's the story? Yeah, there? it must have been eight or nine when I can remember actually being into them. I didn't really have access to a comic shop or anything of that nature, so it was mostly in like the spring and summer riding my bike around the neighborhood and finding whatever random issues I could for you know a quarter. Um, and that's kind of how I got into it, so I never really had runs of things, or it wasn't like, oh, I got to get the next Uncanny X-Men this month. Um, it was just kind of piecing it together, and it wasn't until probably high school where I figured out where some comic shops were and then I wanted to, you know, I'd have like three kind of close together. So I tried to fill in the blanks. 
Nice, nice. Um, I know you said you don't, you weren't really, you didn't piecing or going after runs as they were coming out. You were just trying to piece things together. But was there things that I mean? Obviously, you weren't collecting everything. Were there things that you gravitated towards? I mean, were you trying to 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 get you know as many X Men comics or Spider Man comics or? Yeah, I think just growing up in the '90s, that X Men cartoon show was like everything. Yeah. So yeah, it was a lot of X Men, uh, Spider Man, similarly because the cartoon show. And uh, the 89 Batman was a big one for me, so I tried to get whatever Batman books I could. Right on. Absolutely. Um, and uh, what about you, Mike? Where did, where did it start out for you, brother? Uh, so I think I started out with Dark Horse because I was a big Aliens fan, even though as a kid I was terrified of the movie. It was still my favorite series of movies. <laughs> but um, we had a, a friend of my uncle who his name was Sal, and this was in the middle of New York City. Uh, every time we'd visit our grandmother, Sal would drop a bag full of comics out his window from the apartment. He was only two stories up, but every time we'd, we'd go to his window, we'd yell for Uncle Sal, and Uncle Sal would drop us a bag full of comics. And that's it was crazy. random stuff, but a lot of it was like, uh, that's kind of how we got turned on to the Dark Horse stuff, because he read a lot of the aliens, the aliens versus Predator, Predator comics, things like that. And... Uh, that stuff to me was I, I went nuts for it. So we we had some runs of things, some chronological order, but a lot of times it was just what Uncle Sal decided he was done with and was going to get ready to pass on to us, and we'd read anything we can get our hands on at that point. So that's kind of that, a that's awesome. interesting way to get uh, into it. But yeah, no, I can say that as many people as that I've interviewed on this show, I can. I don't think anybody got into this by having their comics airdropped oh, yeah. two stories <laughs> up. I mean, that's a, yeah. that's a definite first. That's that's cool. And it's, you know, I mean, it's it's really cool more than anything that it's the independent stuff, you know, the stuff mm-hmm. that had the, le- you know, not, not nearly as much love. You know, we love our superheroes, no doubt. We all love the big two, but... Man, when you're getting aliens comics dropped oh, to you man. from the sky, I mean, that's that's <laughs> like heaven. It I was mean, awesome. <laughs> it's like Christmas every time we'd visit them. That, that, that's amazing, man. That's amazing. So, um, Adam, uh, wh- when did you realize that you wanted to create? Not, maybe not necessarily comics, or maybe it was comics initially, but when, when did you want to start, um, you know, like I said, creating? I always liked writing. Um, even when I was a little kid, I didn't like write recreationally because I thought it was something you had to do for school. And what was I going to do with something I wrote recreationally? <laughs> but if I had to write something for school, they'd you know write a page on this, it'd be seven pages. It just couldn't stop. And then um, I remember my grandma, who lived with us when I was a kid, got a word processor, and I would just sit at that thing and type and type and type and type. And I'm sure it was nonsense, but that was kind of where I started. And similarly, I always liked to draw. Um, I kind of fell out of it later. Mike actually does all the drawing in social studies. But I always had that urge to try to tell a story, probably from reading comics and writing. And it wasn't until later that we put it together. Right on. Right on. What about you, Mike? Uh, I probably started drawing noticeably, like enjoying it, things like that around second grade. Um, I went to this kind of goofy school that they – I got sent home with a note once because I didn't know how to skip. And it's just kind of one of those weird schools where it's like, all right. But I remember farthest back I can remember I was drawing a, uh, like an illustrated story of G.I. Joe, and I got in trouble because it was 
the teacher said it was too All right, wild. Where, where are oh. you from, man? For getting in trouble for drawing G.I. Joe. This was in upstate New York. Comics fall from the sky. Yeah. You get sent home for not skipping. This like, was, what, where is this? This was upstate New York. Uh, okay. It was a town called New Paltz, so it's kind of like a like a very hippity-dippity, you know. It, it, was, it was a weird place, but... I don't know. It, it didn't take me until I was older to look back and be like, wow, that was a weird school I went to. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I started drawing, um, and uh, I got heavy into comics because actually when we would get comics, I, I, I used to trace a lot uh, just to kind of get the okay. forms down. And um, mm-hmm. I used to trace a lot out of, like, video game, you know, the instructional books he got with the video games and, uh, nice. and whatever storybooks we had. And... I just I would do the same things over and over and over and to the point where then I could do it out of memory and I would do it out of memory over and over until I'd start to change small things, arm positions, hand positions, and then I just kind of kind of picked it up and started creating my own characters after a while. And then uh, it wasn't until about ninth grade um, when Adam and I met and uh, we just kind of literally he showed up late to our earth science class i was the last one in the back sitting by myself he sat next to me i was drawing a picture of one of the space marines from starcraft and uh he noticed it and we got to talking and became buddies and started drawing ever since then that's that's incredible man uh middle school since middle school uh Wow, so so you're from the same weird place then, Adam. You're, I mean, uh, uh, I'm I was a, I'm a couple hours north of where his weird skipping school was. Okay, okay. He transferred up like gotcha. the year before we met. Okay, so it was, it was a a, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so what type of stuff? Uh, I mean, you uh, it was the kind of you got your peanut butter and my jelly. You got my jelly and your peanut butter type of thing. You write, I draw. I mean, uh, did it click right away? Hey, let's make a comic. Or uh, I mean, how, how, what did it, what happened from there? Once you know the first, hey, you're drawing that thing. What, what, how did that work out? I'm kind of divvying up the writing and drawing. It was actually really recent. I'd say like in the last couple of years, when we used to draw like in high school we would like throw ideas around and then Mike would take it off to like his next class and instead of paying attention class, he'd draw, you know, however many pages he could get through. And then we'd pass around all of our friends and we'd joke around and stuff. And then like, I draw my own versions and other people kind of got into using the same characters and trying to copy Mike's style the best we could and kind of took our own take on all of it. But we just kind of made it up as we went along, like there was never really a script or an end game or a plan. Cause it was just us. It was just for fun. Um, so it was kind of like a, like a news strip comic in a way, just in long form a little bit. It's kind of yeah. what it sounds like <laughs> in a way we, um, a lot of it was inside jokes. Like Adam was kind of saying, like making fun of each other, making fun of people around us, things like that. Just goofy, get through the day, laugh about the things around us. But we, uh, and, and you'll actually see it in a lot of our comics that we're releasing. We're actually going to be adding pages towards the end of original drawings and comics that we used to do. And and a lot of it, I would say, oh, man, we probably have how many composition books do you think we have filled with drawings and comics? It's got to be 40, 40 or 50. Um, mm. That was our go-to medium. It was pen with no, really no guidance. It was just sketchy pen drawings in lined marvel notebooks and we would uh you know the look the half of them look like they've been through a shredder at this point but it's just kind of like adam said we would 
be like, hey, this would be funny if we drew this in there. And it, it evolved into actual storylines and characters with personalities versus just, I liked drawing this character because it was fun to draw, but the jokes and everything we did were kind of interchangeable with everybody. And now we've taken those characters, given them personalities, and we've you know, kind of gone from there. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so yeah, no. I, how, how much? Uh, how accurate is social studies to your guys's uh, time in school? I mean, I I know it, you, you have an intro right in the beginning that kind of explains a little bit, but I mean, how how accurate actually is it? I, I can say that a lot of stuff comes a lot closer than you'd assume with how ridiculous it gets. <laughs> But just as much is like kind of like going back in time wish fulfillment, or I wish I could say this to myself at 14 years old. So mm-hmm. it's like kind of an even mix of all three. Gotcha. No, I like that. I like that. And I think that there's uh, plenty of people that can relate to that feeling, too, because I know I definitely can. That's for damn sure. There are times <laughs> where... I think about the, some of the stupid shit that happened in, in, in school and I can just like feel that embarrassment creeping up on me again. And, uh, but I mean, who, no, th- no, who I'm the only person on the planet that remembers it. No, you know? trust so, me, you're not. Everybody, everybody <laughs> And they only remember the embarrassing the, stuff. Like that one time you said, you meant to say one thing and you said something else and someone looked at you sideways and you're like, why do I remember that? You know, that yeah. was 26 <laughs> years ago. Why do I remember that? <laughs> yeah, no, that's a, that's a good point. Well, I mean, let's let's dive right into the thing. I mean, uh, let's talk about social studies. Uh, I mean, let's hear an elevator pitch for, from Adam, the, the, the guy that, uh, that that's, that's writing it, that's penning it. And let's let's tell us what it's all about, man. Uh, elevator pitch. Oh, I'm not good at that. I'm not, I'm not brief. <laughs> um, hey, then give us the long <laughs> pitch. Right. Tell us whatever you want to tell us about this book, brother. Social studies is kind of a throwback to the 90s cartoons that we grew up on in style. We're writing it like it's a sitcom more than a um, setup punchline, setup punchline kind of comic. So the characters do have a lot of heart. We're going to get into that, but of course we're going to try to always keep it light and funny. Uh, you know, the more mm-hmm. serious one story gets, our B story is going to be that much wackier. And we just kind of wanted to capture that average high school experience. You see a lot of projects where it's following like the least popular kids in school or the most popular kids in school, you know, like the most beautiful people on CW high school shows who are, you know, 35 um, <laughs> or, mm-hmm the bottom of the barrel we just kind of want to be like most people fall in the middle and that's where we were i mean the school we went to where we met there was like 800 people in a graduating class there was two high schools there was so many kids so you just kind of went unnoticed you just did your thing and also in high school everything that happened to you felt like the end of the world because you thought you were an adult at that point you thought you had it all figured out and of course you didn't so we're trying to tackle all these things without it being super serious because we're also kind of laughing at ourselves. So we basically split our personality up into these different characters and have them go through the experiences based on our different personality types. Gotcha. So no one's essentially, okay, uh, if I were to be a character in this book, I would be this one. No, it's just a 
kind of convolution of the both of you spread throughout the entire cast, from what I gather. Yeah, pretty much. And and some awesome. of the characters have a little bit more influence from some of our friends or you know people who influenced our lives along the way. Um, but for cool. the most part, they're, it's all amalgamation, so you get the extreme personalities. I love it, man. I love it. That's smart, too. That, that, that's real smart, because... I mean, for a lot of reasons, really. I don't need to explain to you guys why you made the decisions you did. <laughs> Thank you. But, um, <laughs> no, I, I, I dig it. So, um, well, uh, let's t- let's talk about the style a little bit. Let's 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 talk to Mike, man, the man behind the the pencils. And uh, how much of the art did you, did you do? The inks and colors as well, Mike. I do all the inking, and actually, Adam does the coloring as well. Because I that's one oh, thing right I've on. found. I have never been the strongest at is coloring. Um, okay. And I trust Adam completely to get it done. He's been doing a phenomenal job with it, but uh, the process really is just kind of, you know, I, we, we pencil it out on the computer and actually let me back it up. Cause when we first started, when we first decided we were going to do it, we, we did it by hand on bristleboard paper and then I inked it by hand and they were like, well, how are we going to get this back and forth to each other to get the, the wording in, all that kind of stuff? So I was like, well, why don't we just take a picture of it or, up, or you know, scan it onto the, onto the Internet? We'll send it back and forth, then we can work on it more. And it just seemed like we were, we were adding all these extra steps. So we're like, all right, why don't we just do it all digital? And we went back and we basically digitalized all the hand-drawn pages. We had probably half a book done at least, if not almost a full book done almost a full by book. hand. Oh, shit. Um, and then... Once that was done, we were like, well, that just saved us a ton of time. So we just kind of kept going back and forth. But um, I get a page penciled and then inked, and I send it over to Adam. He does the coloring and the wording. And uh, then we sit down, we go over it again and figure out what we want to change, what we want to keep. And um, But it's in terms of style, kind of like what Adam was saying earlier, a lot of my inspiration came from uh, 90s era Nicktoons. We're talking like Rocco's yeah, Modern see, Life, I, I, things like that. I, I see a little bit of recess, like yeah, wild exactly. thornberries, yep. like a, a, a lot of that stuff. Hundred percent. Sure. I love and, uh, that everyone pulls their show. Yeah, and uh, I think another one too that I, I really want to make sure I mention, especially in terms of backgrounds, was uh, Bill Waterson, who did Calvin and Hobbes. His style. Oh, totally, man. Like is, I'm, I'm looking at. Oh man, I love yeah. his style. No, it's it's uh, uh, an incredible style to uh, to 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 uh, imitate and pull from yeah. for sure. I mean, it's uh, yeah. immediately as soon as you see oh, what's the blonde-haired character's name, Lenny. Um, Len, yeah. Lenny, yeah. Immediately, first panel you see Lenny, you're like, oh man, where's where, where's Calvin? Yeah. Man? Where, <laughs> <I> mean, it's, <laughs> uh, it's, it's it's beautiful, but in the background you can tell that it's definitely not going to be okay. I'm just copying bill watterson you could see that you definitely have all your own styles and um uh everything um it's i I dig it man i really do dig the styles here it's 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 awesome and then the colors jeez man colors coming from the writer that doesn't happen very often (laughs) yeah we actually were outsourcing Um, it to an artist that we know and he's a great artist and he kept going back and forth and asking a lot of questions you know rightfully so and then he talked to me one time and he's like I can do this for you. I can make it happen. I'd like to be part of this, but this is so personal to you guys. Why don't we meet twice a week on Zoom and I will teach you how to color comics? 
So That's I spent awesome. like a month doing that and I found some other online lessons and I just did it like, I don't know, six hours a day until I had something <laughs> I wasn't afraid to show Mike or this guy who helped us out. And uh, I'm so glad we went that route because I like keeping it all in-house. That's awesome. To, to actually have somebody take you under your under their wing yeah. and uh, show you every step of coloring digitally. Yeah. Everything from the flatting and all of that stuff because it's a... Uh, it's 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 not paint by numbers. No, not that's, at all. That's for <laughs> sure. It's it's so much more than that, you know. And you actually have to understand color theory as well. And mm-hmm. honestly, it's it's hard to believe that you just learned how how to color. Looking at this, I really that's that's the first thing that draws my eyes to a comic book. You know, I mean, I I, I analyze everything, but the color is the first thing that is going to attract me. Um, I'm I'm, I'm like a fly to a bright like <laughs> bright light. I like colors you know and that's that's i never read the walking dead until now that they're putting out in deluxe because it's finally in color oh, uh, awesome. so it's it, 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 i'm just saying how important that is to me and um dude i y- y- you nail it you know oh, it's you. the colors that make me want to keep reading it and it's yeah i i dig it i dig it quite a bit and there's there's particular style uh stylistic type of um, I don't know, just shadowing in there. Like, the way that you shadow, you could see the, the, the brush strokes. Like, I could tell what brush that you used, and it's, uh, it, it, I like it. I Thank like you. it. It's, <laughs> that it, was it, one it's thing really that neat. was important to us, that we didn't want it to look like it was made by an AI. You know, we wanted to have that hand touch on it, even though we were doing it digitally. Mm-hmm. Well, you nailed that. Thank you. You nailed that. So... Um, let's talk about how we're getting this book. This is being crowdfunded, correct? No, we're just putting it out there. You're just putting it out there. Look at you. <laughs> awesome. That's so why we need you guys have like a you. label. It is uh, <laughs> uh, Wally Hawk, right? Wally Hawk Comics? Yeah, that's actually, um, when we were, I think it was 16, right, Mike, when we first? Uh, yeah, I want to say we were 16. There. Yeah, we were young. We, we wanted, we knew this, we wanted this to be something, even though we didn't know what, and at 16, we were not ready. Um... And I think it was before you moved to Paris or when you right when you got back. But we knew we were going to be out of touch for a while. Mm-hmm. So we got together, and it was a family friend of my parents who was a copyright lawyer. And we put together a couple thousand dollars, and he helped us set up our first copyright. And while we're sitting in his office, he said, okay, what's your business name? And we didn't have one. So we just came up with Wally Hawk on the fly. Um, and it stuck because nobody else has it. So it's easy to get the URL and everything. Awesome, man. I, I like it. So, I mean, Wally Hawk is now a uh, a, a comic book label. Yeah. It's, it's, um, so is is the book available now, or it's coming soon? It is available now? Yeah, issue yep. one and two are out now. You can get them on socialstudiescomic.com. Uh, we're doing one a month. Uh, chapter one is seven issues. And then we're going to take a couple months to kind of compile all those into our version of a trade. And put that out there, and we're already going on. We're him and I are already working on chapter two, which will be, I guess that would be September then for two months off, just to kind That's of give us time awesome. to keep up. Yeah, thanks. And it's a uh, print and uh, digital. Because I mean, I, I see that, that you you definitely have uh, a whole bunch of stuff lined out. You know, I mean, it's it's more than just this. Uh, um, I'm trying to scroll down here. Um, yeah, no, you you you've, high school. Let's see. Okay, yeah, seven issues. I see. Yep, that's just cool. the first chapter. Right on. 
This is awesome. And the, these, these covers are all great, too. Oh, thanks. Thank you. They're all great. Um, so when, you're, uh, when you guys are putting this together, what type of audience are you aiming for? Are you aiming for... Um, oh, because I, I, could, I could really see this hitting in a few different directions, or if not all of them. Um, I could see a younger audience relating just because this is now. And I could see uh, our generation, with you know, going through and getting that that feeling of oh shit all over again. Like oh, I can't believe I said that, and you know, reliving <laughs> it all again. Exactly but what through we're somebody else's for. pain. Yeah, I mean, what's exactly. that? That's exactly what we're hoping for to hit with everybody. We want we want people our age to hit the. I remember that feeling, just like you were saying, and we want them to to get that nostalgic feeling as well. Uh, especially with the artwork, that's what kind of we were going for. Because a, a lot of people our age remember those Nicktoons and remember, you know, Doug and all that kind of stuff. And they, you know, if, if that were on TV right now, a lot of people would, if even if they were just sitting around doing something else, they'd throw it on and watch it and be like, "Yeah, I remember this show yeah. as a kid." Um, and then we do want to we do want to target younger audiences to kind of give them that. It, it, you know, things are going to be weird, but just go with it. You know, find your friends. Do what makes you happy and, uh, you know, you'll get through life. But uh, we also, when we add a lot of the old drawings too, and and my intention for that is, especially for people who are younger, who are just getting into creating all that kind of stuff, look at what we had back then and versus what we're doing now. Like it's just a matter of sticking with it and practicing and drawing and, and, be, taking inspirations from different things, different artists, stuff you see around you, and uh, and and working at it. You know, I had a lot of friends, especially like, hey, how do you how do you can you teach me how to draw? It's like, not really. You just gotta. I can t- tell you what I do and stuff that that helps, but you you just kind of have to practice. I can't say, hey, draw this right now, and you'll be able to do it. You'll this could take years to develop the skills, and uh, you know, I, there's so many artists that I'm like, God, I wish I could draw like that, and I just keep working towards it so that's kind of where we're going where we add those old pages to kind of give you a history of where we were and also to show hey if this is what you want to do stick with it and eventually you'll create something that you are ready to show the world you know i dig it no i i like that it's uh it's something that really it makes sense to do something like that it really does the 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 younger audience needs that they they need to at the same time, hey, maybe they'll understand a little bit that hey, these these people that we are the, the younger generation kind of I don't know maybe makes fun of. I, we're def I mean we're definitely not boomers, but um I mean uh, yeah they, they, we're the ones ruining the play. I don't know whatever they they look differently at us sure. as a, as a different generation. So if they could see that we lived out through the, the same experiences that they're going through right now. You know, by proving it, like, look, this is, this is our experiences, kinda, you know, in a sense. But this is all the same stuff. It's the, you know, the school's the same yeah. in a sense. I mean, the hallways are the same. It's, it's, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe this is what's going to uh, change the outlook of the younger generation. To well, us. I, so. I don't know, but <laughs> it's, uh, it could definitely help. That's for damn sure. Yeah, at least bridge that gap a little bit. <laughs> right um so uh after let's see you got the uh the, the the first volume done the seven issues and then you're working on 
Um, the the second vol or the second volume's out as well, right? The first two issues are out. Yeah. The first two issues of the second volume. Okay, that's right. Um, and you guys are putting out one a month. Yep. That's that's like big boy scheduling. <laughs> that, that's that's not. I mean, that, for just two people. Just getting started out here, you guys are actually putting together a thirty-page book and publishing it every month. That's that's incredible. It's it's not easy because we have you know jobs and we're we're both married, so we have a lot of other responsibilities too. But um, one thing we thought was we want to get it out there. We want to tell our story, and it is episodic. Like you can read issue two and not have read issue one, and you're not going to be totally lost. But they do build on each other. It's you know like watching mm-hmm. a TV show. You can jump into the office season three episode four and you'll get that story but if you want the mm-hmm. whole story you watch the whole thing um and we thought if we get it out there and we're building a readership we don't want issue one to come out and people like it and then there's nothing for eight weeks so we thought it was important to keep that schedule no that that really is the uh, the difference between Taking the uh, the big deep breath and publishing yourself, and you know, going through Kickstarter because you're only allowed to do so many um, uh, a month with Kickstarter. But I mean, you guys would never be able to kickstart twelve comics a month. It's just they they don't allow it. Yeah. So for you to say, you know what, we're just gonna spend our own money to make sure this gets out there, and it's gonna be on our schedule, not somebody else's schedule. That's bold and at the same time uh, very admirable, very admirable. Thank that, you. That's 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 for sure. Um, has it? I mean, did the thought of kickstarting ever cross your mind at all? Or, well, I guess we thought about it, but at the same time, we're like, well, what, what do we need? What do we need it for at this point? Because we we handled pretty much everything up until now. Um, fairly well and and nothing's been like a major financial setback just yet and i say just yet hopefully it never does <laughs> but um you know we just kind of we're we're hoping to get as you know obviously get the name out as much as we can and that's kind of another struggle for it but um i mean really so far we it's just just been the two of us so we haven't had to pay like adam said we didn't have to outsource so um you know funding is just kind of out of pocket at this point. Well, I mean, that's, uh, <laughs> it, it says a lot. It says a lot about you guys as creators. That's for sure. It shows that you really believe in the project. And, um, I mean, you have every right to, because this is, this is pretty neat. I'm not going to lie. Oh, you know, God. it's, uh, it, it hit me in so many different ways. <laughs> it, it really did. That's um, awesome. I, now, uh, well, do you have any uh, plans beyond social studies? I mean, do you guys have anything else in the bag that maybe... I mean, maybe not being currently um, uh, worked on now, but after, you know, hey, after five volumes of social studies, let's do a horror or something like that. Have you ever thought past social studies? Uh, we do actually have something that we've even started to loosely outline, even though it's hard to take time off of one book to focus on another. Um, when we were kids, we drew one. We just called it the Marines at that time, and it was kind of our own take on... Well, I don't want to say our own take on, like, the Colonial Marines alien comics, because we weren't doing their stories, but it was that, like, sci-fi kind of war action feel. Yeah. And it was mostly, again, just us being silly and making jokes about, like, inside jokes. 
we're like, that's, we had a lot of good concepts that we wanted to take and further develop and make it its own thing. Um, but we have a lot of social studies outlined. We're at the very minimum taking the characters through all of four years of high school. Um, and the other one we talked about maybe doing like a graphic novel, like work on it on the side of social mm -hmm. studies and it comes out when it comes out. As long as social okay. studies doesn't get kicked to the back burner, because yeah, it's, yeah, it's definitely no, I mean, main focus. But we uh, and I, I also do have some other stuff that um, I, I haven't focused on it in a long time. But it's because uh, I was in the Marines after high school for four years, and um, I did start essentially a graphic novel, talking about some of the experiences I had and things like that. So it's there's another possibility for that but it's it's really not the priority right now understood oh no totally understood i just got to make sure that you guys are uh gonna keep working is all. oh yeah you know? oh yeah <laughs> that, that's all i'm doing i'm not trying to rush anybody we're just uh, I, i'm just gonna make day. sure that you guys uh, <laughs> yeah. are, are, are here for the long haul for sure um so, you know, uh, speaking of the long haul, eventually, you know, there's going to be cons and all that stuff, and you're going to be on the panels, and you're gonna, you're, people are going to be asking you questions. So I'm going to take the opportunity to ask you the super white bread but incredibly important questions <laughs> that you're going to be asked as comic book creators. So if you Absolutely. guys have just a few more minutes, yeah. i got some rapid-fire questions. I'm doing battle um, with a, my doctor little... right now off screen, so I apologize for the shaking. <laughs> she, my wife's working in the other room, so I'm trying to keep oh, her busy. Pfft. You're good, man. All You're right. good. No worries at all. <laughs> um, so, I, you know, I, I have to ask everybody, um, who is the... Uh, some would say who's the best superhero in comics. I like to say who's the best protagonist in all of comics is. Because um, not everybody mm. in comics is a superhero. So, yeah, who's... Uh, let's start with you, Mike. Who's your guy? Or girl. Who's the best Boy, protagonist? that's a good question. Uh, yeah... I'm going to give it to Adam real fast because I, I got to think about this for a second. <laughs> that, that's perfectly fine. Let's see. This is the nice thing about having a three-way conversation is you could pass for a minute. Yeah, right. <laughs> Not very many people get that luxury on this show. <laughs> now that I'm on the spot, I'm going to have probably like the blandest answer. As far as superhero goes, I'm a big Captain America guy. I just okay. like the inflappable wholesomeness that he's always doing the right thing, even if it puts him on the wrong side of things. Uh, more recently, I finally finally caught up on uh, Sandman, and I don't know if you call Sandman a hero, but I really liked the clever ways that he dealt with the wrongs that he came across. No, I, I would definitely call him a protagonist. That's that's for sure. That's for sure. Um, I, I like those answers. Believe it or not, nobody has said Captain America yet. As many oh, wow. people as yeah, I've I thought uh, even with the movies, I've interviewed, everybody would say Captain America. <laughs> no, you'd be surprised. Wow. Um, I, I've, I've been surprised. Um, uh, and uh, no, Captain America is a perfectly fine answer as well. Sandman is definitely a first. <laughs> um, I, I like that. And the, the reason I ask these questions, it's not just for the sake of killing time. Um, it, it, it lets the, the listeners and myself kind of know where your headspace is at. What, what what you guys pull from you know oh, sure. that, that, that that's all um so mike, mike. I, I like where adam was at with captain america but um i'm gonna i'm gonna have to say i still i still really i still really enjoy batman as a whole because mm -hmm. I, I just think the idea behind you know his 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 take on justice is it's not your normal, you know, just kill the guy and that's the end of it. You know, mm. it's, it's, 
it's taking the right steps to make sure justice is 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 served while keeping your morals in place and i i think i really like that about batman i dig it i dig it um we have to flip the coin over though and who's the best shithead in all of comics (laughs) how about Uh, you adam oh yeah go ahead adam all right, I like when a villain is a is a true believer in their cause, not like mm-hmm. evil for the sake of evil, but they really think they're doing the right thing. Um, to go super modern and super mainstream, Thanos in the Marvel movies, you could follow right. that guy's plan, and while it's horrible, you see his point, which was pretty amazing that they did that in a comic book movie. Um, to go deeper into comics. That starts to be a little tougher, because the comics are very white hat and black hat. Yeah, uh, a lot of the times, yeah, a lot of times. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with uh, probably two. One Negan from Walking Dead, because mm-hmm. I like it. He he saw an opportunity. He saw a a power gap, and kind of like what Adam was saying, he did have that sense of I'm not here to just kill everybody. But if you if you don't abide by the rules. I'm going to make your lives miserable. And I really hated him for that. Maybe not. I don't, I don't, the show, his depiction in the show was fairly similar, but there were some differences. But then, uh, I'd have to say, I also, I kind of like Adam was saying with, with Thanos is, is the Joker. Cause yeah, his, his idea is it's not, he's not after wealth. He's not after anything other than just, allowing humans to be crappy to each other and that's about it that and essentially just torturing batman yeah more torturing than batman as long he, as batman's alive yeah that's that's his goal that's he all knows he wants to, to torture do. batman yeah. and that's yeah it's kind of interesting kind of an interesting dynamic yeah i dig it yeah i dig it um so you uh adam you were kind of you, you mentioned x-men in the younger years so i mm-hmm. imagine you've been engulfed in the x-men universe for a while so i have to ask you specifically who are the best mutant is uh this is going to be a popular one and i see him right over your shoulder wolverine (laughs) yeah yeah no i was kind of having that debate with myself uh just not too long ago actually i mean moments ago um i i was uh uh, I, I realize that maybe he is actually the best, the best mutant and the most interesting mutant. The way that um, the is, writers is... have constantly used him in fresh ways is oh, unreal. what Benjamin Percy is doing with uh, Wolverine right now is incredible. And what I mean, what what? Yeah, no, I'm 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 with you there. I'm with you. Um, Mike, I'm not gonna ask you who the best <laughs> mutant is. I'm gonna I would never uh, I'm gonna you anyway. make you pick. I'm gonna make you pick between um, Alien and Predator on account of those were the Sky comics that you were reading. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, I can't get over that man. Comics falling from the sky, oh, you know, amazing. Awesome. That. <laughs> um, so I, I I have I loved Aliens because I loved the Colonial Marines versus the Aliens. Right, I, mm-hmm. I thought that was such a cool concept. Um, I thought by the end of high school when I joined, they'd have an M41A pulse rifle in the actual Marine Corps didn't happen, but one day maybe. Um, but I, 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 there's something about the predators though, uh, that mm. I just, I love it. I love the concept of, of just this hunter species out there. Uh, they live by a badge, a uh, code of honor. They're, 
they, they really only hunt what they seek they see as as fair game and uh mm-hmm. there was a comic series where they actually take a, a human female alongside with them on a lot of their hunts it's so I, good oh it was it was amazing and i always loved that series and i kind of i was still really hoping for just predators a, a series that follows just the predator no human involvement other than if they're hunting somebody but um Sorry, my dog's taking over the camera. Uh, <laughs> but I, I wanted—I've always wanted to see more about their society. You know what I mean? Where where they originate from and and their their hierarchy, things like that. I've always wanted to see more about that. And in that sense, still, I, I love their gadgets, their their skills, all that kind of stuff. So definitely predator. Awesome, man. No, I, that, that's that's always a tough question for me because I have to weigh both sides myself. With for me, the xenomorph is the ultimate just uh, peak of art. Oh yeah. When it comes to design, um, but the predator, as far as their story and the lore behind them, and it's so little that we've actually been able to see in right. comic book form. It's it, it's so intriguing. I know. So yeah. I, I'm stoked to see what Marvel's going to do with these guys. Maybe we'll actually oh, get hope. some of that. I hope so. Um, uh, it's. It's a great time to be in comic. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Well, Adam Gagnon. Did I say that right? I, yep. I did. You got it. Oh, Thank you. <laughs> See, I, I always have to second guess myself. It's a tough one. And Mike Virgilio. Yep. Right? Yep. You got on the awesome. first try earlier. I was impressed. <laughs> uh, well, it's it's been a pleasure having you guys on. The, the, the book, the series is Social Studies. Um, SocialStudiesComic.com. Is that the? Yep. SocialStudiesComic.com. You don't have to go through Diamond. You don't have to worry about your books getting damaged. You don't have to. No second man. Anything. You just you get straight from the source. Get it straight from the source. Yep. Print or digital. So, um, no, it's uh, this is incredible, man. I my my eyes are definitely on Wally Hawk. Um, it's fun to say, so I'm going to talk <laughs> about it. Uh, <laughs> you hit it on the head there with the first thing that came to mind. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you guys have any social media that people can follow you at? We do. It's um, all variations of <laughs> Social Studies Comic. I think it's um, Social Studies Comic on Facebook and Social Studies CB on Twitter and Instagram. We awesome. Awesome. are trying with the marketing. Please be patient. We are both not <laughs> marketers. <laughs> well, um, you know, I... I know some people, so I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot you guys some messages um, uh, off off camera. I, I just so happen to be sponsored by a comic book marketing company. Oh, wow. um, Inked Marketing. So awesome. I don't know. I can I can maybe connect you with some people and get yeah, you. Yeah, we appreciate get, that. Get this this comic in all of the eyes that should be it should be under. So, um, hey, thanks so much for taking your taking your time on these. Uh, to me. A, a new it's Wednesday as we record this. It's it's the most important day of the week by far because that's when new comics come out. So anytime uh, people uh, are willing to take time, their new comic book day to talk to me on this podcast, I'm incredibly grateful. So thank well, you both. We're grateful for your time. Seriously, this is yeah, we awesome. appreciate it. This is everything for uh, us. So sure, if there's anything I I can do for you, cheer, you know how to get a hold of Cheers to Comics, man. And I, I'm gonna. I've I've got some stuff for you later on, so um, I'm 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 excited. I'm excited. Awesome. I'm excited awesome. for social studies. I'm excited to actually like have a copy of this in my hand because I have a six year old that I'm gonna be like get ready, get ready. <laughs> I'm gonna use this comic to prepare her. So. Awesome, awesome. 
Um, hey, thanks again. And uh, we'll, we'll be in touch. You guys stay safe, man. Sounds Appreciate good. It. Thanks. You too. Do the same. Awesome. Cheers. Absolutely. Cheers, brothers. Bye. All right. Hey, everybody. This is RJ, Ash, Ray, Brandon, Harrison, and Bronson. We host a Dungeons & Dragons podcast called Realms and Nerds. Some highlights of our show include wreaking havoc in every town we visit, blowing up hot tubs, killing off fan-favorite characters, high necromancers, inappropriate wedding etiquette, and every now and then, actually good storytelling. Join us in the realms of Pridea for fun fantasy adventures. You can find us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or just about wherever you get podcasts. Bams, there you go. Episode 297 in the books. A couple more creators have been cornered. Oh yeah, how about social studies, man? I love the energy from these guys. It's not very often that I interview two people at once. It's not really, uh, um, it's, it's not something that I do very often. But with these guys, it just seemed like the perfect, the perfect duo to have on. It was almost like it just interviewing one person. These guys are awesome. So social studies, Mike Virgilio, Adam Gagnon. Make sure you check it out on Comicsology and hopefully in some stores here soon. You know, that'd be neato. Let's make that happen. So just buy it a bunch on Comixology. That's that's how that that's how that happens. You know, demand, right? All right. So uh, as always, I must remind you to rate this podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you can give feedback where you listen to your your pods. But the most important one's definitely Apple Podcasts. So do that. And um, yeah, that's it. That's it. I I command. I do command that you stay safe out there. Read responsibly. Cheers, fuckers. Hi, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker. You're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast.